0: We are back in the room, still socially distanced, and you're listening to Sound Advice. Welcome, everybody. So I'm joined today by healthcare partner at Ballard's LLP, Matthew Watson, Director of Real-Time Accounting at Ballard's J. Gibson, and healthcare partner, Mark Scallum, who also sits as the current chair of the Institute of Chartered Accountants in England and Wales Healthcare Special Interest Group. What a title. Um, So today we're talking about an interesting topic being making informed financial decisions. Now, I know that the uh, use of of technology within GP practices and and the wider healthcare uh, community um, has come on leaps and bounds uh, over the past couple of years. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Jay, Matthew, Mark. Hi. 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 Hi guys. So, Jay, do you want to sort of lead us in a little bit? To talk to us a little bit about how the role of practice management in GP surgeries has has changed over over the years.
1: Yeah. So we've seen we've seen a quite a, quite a huge shift actually in in what a practice manager's responsibilities are over the past few years. Um, you know, they, there's a huge demand on their time, which is you know, they have to deal with the running of the general running of the practice, the staffing. Um, dealing with making sure that the, they make the appropriate claims to the NHS. And as well as, as well as that, you know, they've, um, they've just thrown into the mix the creation of the PCNs about 12 months ago and, and then dealing with a pandemic and so what we found is that the practice managers have just limited time available for dealing with the finances associated with the practice and so there's been there's been a large demand on on uh, accountants in order to help provide support for the practice manager and what we've had to do is um, embrace technology and we've seen a huge shift towards um uh different different softwares available for the uh during the pandemic you know microsoft teams zoom et cetera and and the same is apparent within the in the finance software as well whereas where practices and practice managers move up start moving away from desktop software into the cloud and um we've developed we've developed various systems and and um and blends of software in order to help the practice manager free up their
2: time in order to focus on running of the practice. I think it's more than that as well, isn't it, Jay? It's, it's, um, it's actually having some decent usable information to be able to make informed decisions about the practice. Now, um, I remember when I got in first got involved with, with GPs, um, I don't know, eight, nine years or so ago. Um, I got some strange looks for suggesting that. GPs were businesses and actually you know you know some some thought like that some some felt actually it was wrong to think of them as businesses but particularly now it's really important that partners as owners of businesses have uh, good robust information at their fingertips almost to be able to see how their business is performing and to make some decent decisions Um, you know gone are the days where you used to um, understand your financial position once a year, really, isn't it? Um, so that these systems will help with that as well, won't they? Absolutely,
1: and as as we said about working at scale with the the primary care networks, you know this information doesn't have doesn't just have to be up to date and and relevant. It has to be completely transparent for all parties involved um, in things like delivering the the COVID vaccination program. Um, this is a huge mammoth effort we've seen across across the nation. And actually, when we see practices working um, working together, we need to make sure that that information is is clear and um, as I say transparent.
2: Right, so Jay, what do these new sort of systems look like? What are they, how do they work? What do they do? Well, um, initially we had
1: um, we started moving away from the desktop software uh, into the cloud, and we and there are various different different options available. We've seen um, QuickBooks move into the cloud. We've seen Sage move into the cloud. But actually, one that we've um, we've been working with for for a very very long time now is zero cloud accounting, um, and zero is our preferred provider. It's um, it has partnerships with with hundreds of different uh, other applications and, and uh, businesses. The zero software will will allow businesses to automate the information gathering process and and kind of and help practice managers move away from the repetitive nature of keeping the finances. You know, gone are the days now where. Um, somebody's required to type the bank statements and the and the information, purchase invoices, sales invoices, type that into a desktop piece of software. All that information can be automatically populated within the software using the appropriate
2: um applications. So it's all about it, it's all about using the software to do those repetitive tasks, isn't it, Jane? Actually using using the time of the practice manager or whoever's gonna be using it, using it for what they need to be doing rather than the the more mundane, repetitive tasks. It's being it?
1: smart with your time.
2: To be honest, Absolutely. it's making an
1: active effort um, now to maybe spend you know a few extra minutes setting up the system to be able to save hours in the future by automating these tasks. So, for, for example, you know you can zero can link directly with your bank account and it will download all your transactions on a daily basis, on a line by line basis, into your accounting software. So. You don't have to spend time doing it. You also then don't have to you you avoid the risk of um, any errors in typing the information in, which is natural. You know, human error occurs, but this information is getting populated automatically within the system. Um, So can I can I just ask a a quick query,
2: Jay? Why why you you mentioned that it was it was a cloud based system? Why why do we need to bother about going on a cloud based system rather than just using my you know my, my my local desktop, whatever?
1: Well I think we can u- we can use the pandemic as a nice example for that Do you know we've all had to work from home over the past um twelve months and um what we've found is practice managers who remain on desktop software have have been have found it very difficult not just um not just to to spend the extra time populating that information but actually accessing the system um we've seen instances where there's one individual within an organization with sage desktop software on one laptop and um, the, you know, they've struggled to get uh, anybody else with information has struggle to get onto the system. Partners are unaware of, um, of their financial position. Accountants struggle to help because no one can access that, that information that remains in one place. Being in the cloud, anybody can access one system from anywhere at any time.
2: And it's not just, um, it's, it's not just the zero accounting system, is it, either is it, Jay? Cause there's, the whole benefit of, uh, of, of these systems is all the, the various other apps that can make it work with it and make it more, more work more efficiently, isn't it? So sort of a systems to approve invoices and reporting and that sort of stuff.
1: Correct. Yeah. zero works with oh, you know the, the hundreds and hundreds of different businesses um, who have created applications that link with the system purely to make life easier for, um, um, uh, from a financial point of view, from uh, populating that system, do you know, we've got zero purchased um, uh, one such application called hubdoc um, about two years ago um, that that application will uh, will automate the purchase invoice processing system so at a, at a touch of a button or a, a you know take a photo of an invoice uh, has the ability to not only process that invoice and push it directly into the zero system um, but store your information electronically automatically alphabetically by supplier and then attach that invoice to the individual transaction within your accounting software so that acts in in multiple ways one you um you have access to that document by supplier um on demand you don't have to go hunting for the invoice and secondly if if somebody wants to log into the system like your accountant or one of the partners they can drill down into transactions all the way back to the source documentation with ease
2: and it's all about, um, having better controls as well, isn't it? Because we don't like to think that, um, you know, things can go wrong within practices, but actually, um, you know, we have to accept that unfortunately fraud happens. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and whether that's, that's not usually rather fraud within the practice, but, um, you know, we see a number of, um dubious invoices sent to clients, I think every year and that whereas actually and sometimes these are paid and they're not legitimate invoices and actually using uh, a decent approval system like we can we can put into place within zero can help work with that and and the way that would work is um we can set different pathways up so that um invoices. Once they have been processed within zero, are sent for approval. Depending on what they are and how much they are, they'll turn up on somebody's phone, and they get a click to approve or reject. Um, and that's a that's a real benefit for two reasons. One, it, it protects the practice managers from uh, from any accusations that they're they're just processing invoices without getting any authorization. And secondly, it gives partners potentially the opportunity to look at at higher value items, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely, and I'll add a third to that as well. It makes light it makes the, the approval process easier for everybody. Do you know they can yeah. do it at a time to suit them. You'll get a notification on your phone that there's an invoice out there to approve, and rather than you know clearing an afternoon to sit down at a computer and say, "Well, I've got to deal with the finances," you'll get a quick notification on your phone. you can log into the app, view the invoice there and then, and if you approve it you approve it at the touch of a button and the practice manager can carry on with with their responsibilities um, uh, for for the finances or it can go straight to the accountant who who may be providing support to to pay those invoices and
2: there are other applications there to help with the payment side of things as well yeah so it's it's all about that and so what about the, the sort of the back end if you like at the business end so if you're a, a GP partner and you want to actually see what's going on within your business the reporting end you know what what would I see as a partner?
1: So the Xero system has, um, has a basic, basic, well, relatively basic reporting um, uh, section to it that has come on leaps and bounds as well. So you've got fully customizable reporting within Xero from a numbers point of view. But in addition to that, you've got the, these advanced reporting applications that bolt onto Xero have the capabilities to, um, to extract the information within, within moments And, and generate, um, and generate management reports, which are graphical, um, can link to, um, can compare budgets, can compare prior year information and, and, and really just make it very easy to view that information for the partner who, who may need it and who would need it at sort of the touch of a button at a time to suit
2: them. I mean, the way that, I mean, the the way I I often describe this is, um, we, we at Ballards actually, we put our accounts, our internal accounts that moved on to zero two or three years ago. And it's been absolutely game changing, um, for, for me in terms of getting information about how the business is performing. So previously we would still get good quality management accounts that would come through once a month, but they'd come through as a document that was just a document to look at. Whereas now it's on screen, um, I can review them at any point if there's a number that um, I want to look at and think oh printing is quite high why is it quite high I can click on it and there'll be the invoices behind it and I can look at the invoices and I can understand why it's quite high Um, you know for example so it's it's really really beneficial I don't have to go to to somebody and ask them to dig an invoice out and prove why something's different. Correct yeah absolutely and it, it you're able to make informed decisions at a time to suit you you know, if you were,
1: if you're in a situation where you're getting monthly management reports uh, at the same time every month, then there's no guarantee that you'll be in a position at that time to to. Well, to, to review them and make that, des- make any decisions accordingly. But if you're, what tends to happen in reality is that you'll get part way through a month and go, Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we need, we need to get a, get another locum in quickly because we, we're struggling mm-hmm. on, you know, someone's called in sick or we're struggling on, on, um, um, on, 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 from a capacity point of view. And you'll think, well, can I, can I get another locum? Do, do we, do we actually need it? Can we dig down into the information and see what that's going to, what the impact of the, fi- on the finances? Yeah. Uh, what impact on the finances that will have. So you, you need to make business decisions, not at one at one point in the month, but you make business decisions throughout the month, throughout the year. And it's a, it's, it's having access to the information on demand in real time that's crucial to running any business.
2: Absolutely right. And so, um, you know, I guess the million-dollar question here, Jay, is, um, you know, these systems, they are great. Uh, they, they really do work well. Um, so do they cost more? Than, than practices might currently be paying on something like RSGP or maybe on a, on a Sage subscription?
1: No, I mean, the Sage subscriptions, um, when I've talked to people that it varies massively depending on, what well, depending on number of users, number of, uh, of of companies, et cetera. But zero, zero costs £24 a month plus VAT for unlimited users. Now that you can access, as I say, you can access that from anywhere at any time so you're not restricted to having the software on a particular laptop um which which in itself is game changing yeah. um now all you need is an internet connection and a web browser so and actually all you need is any device connected to the internet so it's not just through laptops or desktop computers you can do this on tablets smartphones um and yeah
2: i mean probably the apple watch in future so even by the time we've um, we, we've added in some other functions, so we, we've spoken about we have getting to a uh, to an environment where, by an invoice comes in, it gets scanned. There's a bit of software that reads that invoice and puts it into the zero software. Then there's another bit of software we, that asks for approval of that, and then once that's been paid uh, or once it's gone into the system, rather, we then get another bit of software to produce some really fancy reports at the back end of that. We're still only looking at sort of 60 or 70 pounds a month, I think, for that whole package, aren't we, including VAT, sorry, plus VAT, um, which is still less, I suspect, than than most people would pay on Sage or GP. It is, but I think as well, you you almost got to think of what you're what you're
1: gaining completely, not what you not what you're spending. So actually, if you're freeing up your practice manager to run your to run the practice properly, then you know you're not you might be saving saving additional costs in not having to employ somebody else to to help with the finances. You know we see we see businesses with purchase ledger clerks. Well, actually, the the Hubdoc software that Zero have purchased, which reads your purchase invoices. It will store your purchase invoices. It scan, it, it will process your purchase invoices and put them into Xero. That software is free. It came as no extra charge, um, and no increase in license fees when Xero introduced it. It's just been made as part of the Xero family. Now, Xero is, it's an ever evolving piece of software. They add functionality to it all the time. Um, and that is true as well with, with something called Pay with Wise. Now, one of the missing links that zero found um in in their experience was that their customers still had to go online and make payment to suppliers um and so what they've tried to do they've they've teamed up with what was called transferwise it's now called pay with wise um is giving you the ability to make one payment across to that company who will then pay all your suppliers for you so you don't have to sit on your online banking for hours at, on end and and make those pr- uh, make those payments that is soon to be extended to making wages payments making payments you know possibly drawings payments as well but for now it's just it's just at the purchase invoice stage but these things these things change these things
2: evolve all the time and it's designed to save you time so that so it's, it's all around saving time and getting better information out the back end Uh, once you've done it and more timely information and probably saving a few quid over your existing subscription as well um sorry jay i I was just thinking that this isn't just for the use in just you know the day-to-day stuff and and for gp practices it's also for when gps are trying to do things at scale uh for the pcns etc i think it's a very versatile system isn't it it is completely
1: what what we've done with the pcns is we recognize the fact that these, these practices are working, are working at scale and there's lots of different surgeries work, uh, you know, all combining resources. Um, and so what we've done is we've set up, a, we, we've begun to set up zero systems, which is an independent system sitting outside of any practice that all practices involved in the PCN can log into and have transparency over rather than wait until the year end for, for somebody to prepare the accounts and people to say, well, what's, What's my share of of the income? What's my share of the expenses? Um, how are we, how are we operating together? How successful are, are we running the COVID vaccination program? Well, actually we've got these independent systems now to provide everybody with, with comfort and the knowledge of, of, of how that, um, that venture or how that service is going.
2: I know we've spoken before, Jay, about PCNs and at, at, at great length, actually, but that's really important, isn't it? With it from a governance perspective, because, you know, PCNs are often, uh, well, at the moment, they're generally unincorporated entities. You know, whether they become incorporated entities in the future is, uh, uh, a bit of a moot point and probably the subject of the next podcast we do. But the, um, the fact that, partners from each other practice can look in and see what's happening gives those partners real confidence actually that their money because it is their money is being looked after properly and recorded appropriately doesn't it i think that's a real positive to see that it is yeah and
1: from an accountant's point of view as well it means that we can provide a far far better service to those entities to those PCNs um and you know as you said with the with the expansion of the PCNs um now we're we're considering problems well vat has always been an issue for a pcn um or for and and what we'll see is that to become more of an issue as time goes on i believe and it, it allows the accountants to monitor the situation as it as it evolves
2: i think that's quite a good point because obviously vat is, is a rolling 12 month um you know period that we have to look for the eighty five thousand and so, if, if we if if we know that as soon as possible, that could help to, um, at the very least, sort of um, a- alleviate some of the penalties that might be in place for late registration.
1: Yeah, the last thing we want is to to see somebody's records six months after they should have registered for VAT, and then tell them they've got a big liability. So it does give us that option to to monitor.
2: So I guess the other question would be, um, if I'm a practice um, manager or I'm I'm a partner in a practice. Um, you know all this information is great, but actually, my practice manager and their team is already up to their eyeballs in doing um other stuff. Is there any other solutions that we can suggest? I would say that we
1: should we should have a sit down meeting um and discuss the situation with them and 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 come up with a nice blend of softwares that can actually make their life easier. I know that the you know the, the demands on a practice manager is are are huge and it 's increasing
2: all the time um And, and what this, what this means though, isn't it, Jay, that, that we've got quite a reasonable number actually in our GP practices, um, you know, both big and small, where because of the software, we're able to take care of their finance angle, you know, so, so that actually what we end up with is, um, staff at the practice can scan in an invoice um and that you know we can deal with that and, and and use the approval software to get approval at the client site make sure it goes into the right pot within the accounting system ultimately get to a point where payments are ready um and that makes sure that the information is is dealt with appropriately um and it takes the time commitment away from the practice manager and their team doesn't it
1: completely i mean we we've seen instances as well where where practices have reached out to us um, because of the demands on on the practice manager's time and we've taken over the entire finance function um we've been able to you know we've been able to process the information that's that's entered into the system um, be that automated or be that entered by um by administrative staff uh, at the gp surgery but we 've been able to take over the entire thing keep the finances up to date on a monthly basis. Um, produce payment runs and actually pay suppliers for GP surgeries and even run their payroll, uh, process the payroll journals and, and pay their staff. So we've, we've taken away, or we've, we've taken away the headache and the pressures that the finance side of things put on our practice managers, uh, role and freed them up to
2: run the practice. And then we can also help them and the partners interpret the answer, the output, can't we? Rather we can
1: and most importantly on a timely basis brilliant really
0: interesting um, Matthew Mark Jay thank you very much for your time as always uh, if anyone any listeners would like any further information on uh, not just zero but uh, the, the other cloud platforms of which we all support uh, we support all of these qu- uh, QuickBooks Cashflow, flow free agent etc etc uh, please get in contact with you, you, your usual contact or alternatively call 01905 794504 and uh, we'll catch you on the next one thanks guys thank you
1: thank you